and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here recording episode 107 today, and today will be a special goodbye, or as they say in the Czech Republic, ahoy, episode to discuss. Jared and I are both leaving two places that we have called home, me for 10 months, Jared for I think about, what, three years? Is that four years? Sorry, four years, uh, which is Philadelphia. So we will be talking about... um, some of the things we will miss and uh, yeah, saying goodbye to these two amazing places we have called home. And uh, it's, it's going to be a nostalgic episode. So we hope you guys can uh, enjoy joining us on the nostalgia train should be a good one today. So we're looking forward to bringing it to you. And without further ado, my co-host, my buddy, and soon to be close neighbor, hopefully in Michigan, Jared, what's going on, Jared? What's up, you parodies? Spread a little love. <laughs> uh, um, they got downgraded to uh, league, didn't they? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in the they're in the first league now. They were in the extra league. Now they're in the first league. What Jared's is referring to my polo, by the way. What is that logo? I, I've seen it before. No, not that one. The uh, like the brand. It's, it's Kappa. Kappa. Okay. okay. Kappa. They yeah, make soccer I'm, gear, hockey gear. I'm very familiar with the two mm. ladies leaning against each other. I just never knew what the brand was actually called. Anyway, mm-hmm. everyone, please follow us on Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. Uh, maybe I'll post some stuff from my time in Michigan. I'm in Michigan right now. If you look behind me, once again, not the Harry Potter closet and yet another hotel. I would have been in an Airbnb, but I waited too long because I really started looking for a place on, on Wednesday and I got here on Thursday. So mm. yeah, that really could be best, tricky. Best way to, <laughs> to do that. Um, and then, uh, please also, uh-huh. Twitter, Untranslatable1, the number one. You'll find episodes, Song of the Pod, uh, ramblings from me, retweets from me, Jared, uh, here. And uh, email, untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. All those places, slide into the inboxes and DMs and give us topic ideas. Untranslatables, which are idioms, sayings, uh, proverbs. Axioms. It- that don't really make any sense in English, but if you translate them to, uh, or if you you know explain them, then they make perfect sense. If you don't know what we're talking about, hold on a couple minutes and we'll show you. Um, or uh, five star reviews, spread a little, spread a little love. Ooh, oh, I like that little, <laughs> little remix right. right there <laughs> <laughs> on iTunes and Stitcher. Or you can follow us, or you can subscribe on YouTube if you want. Uh, you can see what my Holiday Inn Express in Troy looks like. Uh, that's right. You heard it right. Your boy's ballin'. Um, <laughs> here at the Untranslatable Podcast, we like to talk about, uh, you know, culture, travel. For example, like today, the experience of living in new cities, what that's like. Um, and we also talk about languages, but uh, I found this story that was right up our alley, and it's about travel. Now, tell me if you've heard about this. Uh, passenger says she woke up alone on an empty Air Canada plane. Did you hear about this? No. Uh-uh. So uh, Tiffany O'Brien, she, uh, she said she woke up on an empty air Canada plane in the dark and freezing cold. After a short trip from Quebec, 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 however you say it, city, to Toronto, which, by the way, is about an hour and a half, um, Pearson International Airport, uh, in just sheer sense of helplessness when you feel like you're locked uh, in an aircraft. That was a quote from her. Uh, so it's, let me just explain the story. I know what happened. So essentially, this woman was on a flight. It was, uh, uh, I think, a night flight, and it was, uh, f- you know, and she woke up 
Well, she fell asleep on the plane, and she woke up in the hangar in a pitch black airplane, <laughs> and she didn't oh, have no. any. Um, well, she had enough battery to call her friend and FaceTime or whatever. She said, "Hey, I'm trapped on this plane," and um, excuse me. <coughs> Sorry, get all first the thing in the morning. On this plane. <laughs> yeah, and there are snakes everywhere. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, she that was, was a movie. Sorry, fighting and wrangling snakes for no. Um, <laughs> so she called her friend and said, "Hey, I'm there's I'm sick of these motherfuckers fights on this motherfucker plane." Uh, no, she uh, so she woke up and said, "I'm trapped on this plane," and her friend called customer service, but she was still trapped on the plane for a while. She was all scared and talking about how she uh, has some PTSD. She can barely sleep anymore. She's afraid of planes and all this stuff. I don't know. Listen, I think a uh, lawsuit's in the works. <laughs> sounds like um, it. Sounds but, like it. Um, yeah, so she got stuck on this plane for 90 minutes. She found a, a flashlight eventually, and then she was able to open the door, but she can't just jump off. Planes are pretty like high up in the feet, air. right? Right. I, I wouldn't recommend just jumping out unless you're some sort of a uh, parkour expert. You gotta find expert. that door with the little slide <laughs> yeah. for, for the water evacuations. <laughs> so um, this raised a couple of thoughts in my head. First of all, um, what's the protocol for cert- checking these planes? <laughs> Right. Once uh, I was just going to say, how does that even happen? I don't yeah. understand how that happens. And then also, I think this also shows like the lack of humanity on airplanes. Because how many people walked past her and it's like, mm, not my problem. Well, she was probably <laughs> snoring, and they were like, nope, she's out. Don't want to bother her. And another thing, there's no way she was sober, right? She at least have to have some like sort of sleeping pills, some sort Something. of booze. Who can sleep that hard? Because it's not even just people getting off the plane. But then they like connect it to something to drag it to the hangar. Right. And, like there's got to be noise how, happening. How I wonder if any of the flight attendants will have a job after this because how do you not wake up something? You know what I mean? Like, oh, I, know. I wonder if they try to wake her up. Like, you know, it's like, excuse me, miss. Excuse oh, me, like, quit, shook her like, a bit. Forget about it. And she just wouldn't wake up. So they're like, well, <laughs> guess she's going to the hangar. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. Well, that's how hilarious. That <laughs> I love how you she tell me this. She wants to sleep. Right? I love how you tell me this like three days before I'm about to get on two flights. Watch. I'm going to like end up in Frankfurt in some air hangar. you <laughs> be completely discombobulated and have no idea what's going on. What? And be like, God damn it, Jared. And then I I mean, I assume a lawsuit's coming, but I don't I just. I mean, I understand that the like the employees on the plane are definitely at fault. But how is the uh, like how is this also not your own fault? <laughs> you know, right. I like. I mean, on. I I'm so afraid of situations like that. I will set an alarm when I'm on the bus, and I will set my alarm ten minutes before or fifteen minutes before Damn. I even arrive. I wish I could sleep that hard on an airplane or a bus. I can't right. even do that if I wanted to. I'm yeah, always I, like partially only like partially asleep. But this will be strange, Jared, when I'm flying back to the states on Tuesday morning because. I fly back on Tuesday morning uh, out of Prague at 6 a.m., then I, but then I end up getting back to the States around like 2 p.m. So it just mm. blows my mind because right. of the time change. I leave at 6 a.m., but I land in the States at 2 p.m. Yeah, the same so day. Right, same day. So it's weird that... You made up you know, some time. The, you got some extra other, time. The other way around, you know, you have like an overnight flight, right? So if you don't right. sleep very well, you're going to be exhausted that whole day. Mm-hmm. Whereas this way, it's a little different because you land, you know, midday 
in the states and then the trick is to stay up until at least like midnight. nine or ten. Oh, midnight i i go to midnight or 1 a.m the first three that, nights if I'm you home. can do it then that's impressive dude when i got i told you about when i went to tanzania and i got back and my plane landed sometime in the like midday maybe noonish and so yeah you can't nap the first day you definitely can't nap Mm-mm. and so i was trying to stay up all day but this was like a nine hour time difference or something crazy and dude i was like delusional i was so exhausted like i felt like i was drunk like i was dizzy and i was like oh my god this feels i feel like i took some acid or something right um and i ended up going to bed at like eight o'clock which is actually fine but uh so this is not so i thought wow what a weird story that is um so odd and how could this happen uh uh again however then i would say uh, a couple days later Scariest time of my life. Another woman left alone on empty Air Canada plane. <laughs> Are you no. serious? So now there are two. Oh, no. Now, this one is definitely. It's not the same woman, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. That would have been great. Okay, good. But this one is uh, definitely a little bit more or fully Air Canada's fault. So uh, just days after news, blah, 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 about the woman I just told you about, Pamela Prescott. A 69-year-old woman uh, from Guelph, Ontario, who is visually impaired and has several other health issues, landed at Toronto's airport, same airport too, on April 6th. uh, Oh, this was April 6th. This was actually before, but they just brought it out. Uh, Following three-month vacation to Barbados. Sorry, she was in Barbados, chilling, drinking Mai Tais, whatever they drink there. She needed uh, help filling out her customs forms or required a wheelchair to leave the Air Canada uh, Rouge aircraft. So uh, the crew told her, you know, to wait. Usually with situations like that, they get everyone else off, and then they're like, all right, now we'll come back and help you. They never came back. (laughs) Oh, jeez. And so um, uh, Prescott said she sat uh, there for about an hour hour until a maintenance worker noticed her. Uh, She said the mechanic told her, uh, had he not been there, she might have been stuck in the plane for several hours until the cleaning crew arrived. So luckily, she didn't actually get like pushed into a hangar, but she sat there for over an hour, and, and the uh, the uh, like the crew, the uh, flight attendants and stuff never came back. And um, and then obviously, Air Canada was like, "Sorry, sorry, blah blah blah." That one makes way. I mean, it doesn't make sense, but that's way more justified. Like that's not her fault. But it's just like, what are you guys doing? Like, how? Like, you guys don't do a final sweep of this puppy before you, you get off of it? Yeah, that blows my mind. Also, it makes me think how little cleaning actually goes on on these planes. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Thanks, Jared. You're giving me a lot of confidence for just about to hop, hop, hop on the plane in a few days. I already told you a couple of weeks ago when, we, when I was telling you the grossest things on an airplane, which is essentially just like all of it. I need to just wear a hazmat suit and I'll be good to go. I think so. I think so. Problem solved. I got at least some latex gloves or something. Who knows? Also, one of these women uh, was asleep so hard, so hard. I didn't even know that was possible. And the other one had legitimate health issues. So I think it's pretty easy for you to avoid the situation if you just take literally the basic precautions. Like, right. I don't know, cut your ambient and take down to four instead of six, like she seemed right. to have taken. Right. <laughs> well, the That's first true. Looking at this lady. That's true. I gotta say, man, I am almost all packed feels really weird the apartment is more or less clean um feels weird i had my farewell uh teachers meeting today and uh i cried there you go 
I cried. <laughs> they played. They played. A, they played a. They played a slideshow um, of a bunch of pictures from the beginning of the year all the way until now. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, they had uh, "Good Riddance" by Green Day as like the background music, mm. and uh, held it together for about a minute, and then <laughs> just couldn't couldn't hang on to it anymore. By the um, way, you're doing a thing on Facebook and Instagram where every month you're posting pictures that represent the month. Uh-huh. I'm almost offended to see how many pictures you have from your time there. As someone that does <laughs> essentially all the Instagram stuff, I'm like, really? He's got like a, a backlog of pictures I didn't even know existed. The guy I, that claims I, never takes pictures. I didn't either. You know what I do is I go back through the timeline and I find them. And then I screenshot them so they're at the bottom and then I put them on Insta. I can put them on our page. I mean, I would prefer if it was more of a proactive thing while these things were happening. Uh, don't wor- don't worry about it. I'll do it. I'll do everything. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, do you want to um, spread a little love? I do. I do. And first up, my uh, the the first recipient of the love spreading for today, lucky is Target because oh. Target is uh, finally bringing back a discount for teachers. Now, it's only 15%, but 15% is better than, better than nothing. nothing. And yeah. uh, on July 13th, so it's uh, coming up in a few weeks, Target is giving educators 15% off on school supplies, clothes, and other back-to-school essentials, which I think is great. Um, I think more uh, places should follow suit as well because teachers do spend a lot of money out of their own pocket in the States for stuff for their classroom, uh, whether it be supplies, posters, um, all sorts of stuff. So I think that's great. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's, where, uh, Target. it's ridiculous how much of their personal money they have to spend on stuff for their classroom or for their students. Oh, for sure. It's like, this seems My like next... something your job should be paying for. Yeah. With our, I mean, any other business, that would probably be yeah. paid for. I'm not, I'm not paying for my own supplies at, a, uh, <laughs> at my right. company. Right. It's like, yeah, hey, see, yeah, so it's you need difference. a laptop, but uh, you got to bring your own. So we're not going to provide that. <laughs> right. Okay, well, I guess I'm just not going to do any work. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I'll just do it all, all off of my cell phone then. Right. Uh, the next one goes out to um, the university. Uh, sorry, uh, Drexel University in Philly. Shut up. That has resurrected. I know. I wanted to do this one just for you. Uh, the college music department at Drexel has resurrected long-lost funk music that was in some storage bin in Philly, um, and uh, the the side on, on the label is Sigma Sound Studio. And so anyone who's familiar with Philadelphia punk in the 60s and 70s, Sigma Sound, the, the record label, um, helped create the sound of Philadelphia, which is a funky soul sound characterized by lush instrumental arrangements with strings and horns. And so there's a lot of a lot of uh, famous songs out there, um, and there will be more music to come as well. Oh, that's so there cool. are. What are they gonna? Do you know what they're gonna do with it? I have no idea. I really hope that they will make it uh, available to the public because I think it would be really amazing. Or at least um, like they have over seven thousand tapes. I guess seven thousand. Yeah. Wow. Yep. How do you do you know much about like? about like the hardware of tapes like how long do those last or like especially if they're just sitting unused i'm asking a you a question qu- that, that why would you know the answer to but that's a that's a good question well i mean i think as long as they're stored properly 
right. I think they can probably last quite a long time. As long as there's no bad heat or humidity or right. freezing cold. Dry. Yeah, I think if they're kept at room temperature, decent humidity and everything, um, you know, if they're packaged correctly, they could probably last quite a while. Because okay. we used to have tapes. I remember when I worked as a music recorder uh, at Albion, we used to have tapes from like 10, 15 years ago. Mm. And we, we played through a couple of them just to see, and they all worked fine. So, okay. Man, I wonder how much more music is out there that people are just d- don't even know has been sitting there forever. Right. Even in well, people's even, homes, probably. Especially, well, not only that, but even Prince had like this anthology of oh, yeah. music at his house and i hope i hope that will also become available to the public do you but because yeah. i heard he doesn't want it to be released that's why he has the anthology at home and could, people haven't heard it could could be but i mean i mean look franz kafka didn't want his novels to be published and they became some of the best literary works during his time um you know i mean uh, it's difficult. I mean, on the one hand, yes, we should respect, respect the, wishes the wishes of the dead. But on the on the other hand, too, like I want to hear could this be music. some amazing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> it could be some amazing music. I mean, it's Prince for God's sake, you know. All so right. who who knows? But so shout out to uh, Drexel University. I hope they can get that stuff out. I would love to give it a listen sometime. And my last shout out will be uh, to numerous numerous people here that have made my stay so memorable um i'm not going to list off all the names because we would be here for it's jared everybody that's the only person (laughs) i'm giving a shout out to um it would be too many people but i just want to say i want to give a warm heartfelt thanks to all of the teachers at my school the students that i was able to work with and the friends that i have made along the way here in komutov and karol vivari in prague of course radets we can't forget about my homie david um and all the other Fulbright ETAs as well. It's been a wild ride. I'm very thankful and grateful and uh, wouldn't want it any other way. And, of course, my big shout-out goes to Jared for being <laughs> with me this whole entire way. And uh, I think the podcast has been a fun way to document, you know, all the crazy shenanigans that have been happening to me in the Czech Republic. You so betcha. it's been great. And it makes me sad to say I'll be leaving, but the beauty of the Czech language, the, the term naskledano means... Not goodbye, but more like until I see you again or until I see you next time. So mm-hmm. until I see you all next time. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. I wish I could do the same thing here, but I don't have that many friends. And I left pretty unceremoniously <laughs> for my job. So <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. You, you do have a slightly different kind of, um, you know, what, what's even the word? Yeah, just a different Connection. farewell. Yeah. Relation. Uh, Something. Yeah. Farewell. Yeah, it was just different. But either way, I'm excited that Jared and I will be able to reunite in Michigan very soon. Me too. But before we get to that, though, let's talk yeah. about some... Uh, well, do you know what time it is? Oh, there we go. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, it seems about seems like it's about that time. By the way, this is a rare morning um, and afternoon recording. I kind of like it. I, I kind of like it. I feel more fresh. It's nice uh, and I like sunny that here. Light on your face, that yeah, and, and light on my face because I'm not in a closet in the basement, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but anyway, let's get to some untranslatables. Let's do uh, it. As I mentioned at the top of the show, you're welcome to submit some if you want, and they go something like this. My first one is uh, Vietnamese, and it goes Hang Ton Ko Mat Chia Koa. 
And it literally means still on the shelf. Still on the shelf. Ooh, still on the shelf. Is this like you're bored or something's being unused? Mm, no, 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 no. Well, something is being unused, but that's not really going to help you understand the that's okay. a joke. G- give me, but, give uh, me. <laughs> so say you, um, you go home and uh, for the holidays or, you know, family comes over for the holidays and your old relatives are like, uh, hey, Chad, how's it going? It's like, uh, and they'll be like, are you still on the shelf? I know you're, get, you're uh, getting up there and you're in an age. Oh, you're just getting old? No, no. So it's like, uh, oh, I'm trying to think of how not to give it away. Just give oh, it to me. Uh, say, hey, Chad, how's, uh, how's it been going? Uh, any, any, uh, any ladies in your life? And you're like, still on the shelf. So like no news, nothing new. Someone who is getting old but is still single. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. There we go. Still mm-hmm. on the shelf. That makes sense. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. My, Collecting dust. I got some check ones. Uh, that was this no will shade, be... by the way, just to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> you jealous, Jared? Jealous about uh, grass is always greener? Uh, no, I, no, 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 no. I meant no shade to you. No, I know. I know. But you're not, you're not going to be single for long. You never are. Granted, maybe you will be this time because, uh, well, we'll get into that later. But anyway. That's right. That's right. No spoilers just yet. <laughs> um yeah, yeah, this has been the longest I've been single for quite some time. Anyways, um, moving on to my check on translatable. Uh, it is Delat Konini, which basically means like Delat means like do, and Konini is like horses. So, like to do horses this is the literal like, translation. It's like uh, hurry up. Nope. We, 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 have a, we have a similar phrase in English, and we also use the word horse. You know, if we if we were on a time crunch, Jared, and we really needed to record this podcast, I say, Jared, stop. Oh, oh, uh, beat. Uh, stop like dilly dallying. How how would you say that with a horse? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, oh, Once, stop horsing around. There you go, horsing around. <laughs> yep. Mama hoo hoo. I gotcha. Okay, do horses horsing around. It okay. basically means horse horsing around. Yeah. Do horses like to have fun? I don't know that. I mean, I, I don't know. They probably anyway, do. Uh, my next one is Hebrew, and it's Liftoa Pa uh, Liftoa Pela Satan Satan. <laughs> it's Satan. I don't know how to how they would pronounce it. To open uh, one's mouth to the devil. Is that like speak of the devil? No, no, no. Okay. Makes sense though that you would think that. So that's like talk talk behind someone's back. No, it's more like um it's more like uh you know, sometimes if if you'll say something about yourself, I'll say not with that attitude. Or I usually uh op- uh or you would say don't open don't your mouth. Don't be such a negative Nancy. Uh yeah, but I don't think the uh the judges like that. No. Okay. They're here. Yeah, and they have to their first time. They denied <laughs> it. They got their yeah, and and uh, yeah. They they flew first class all the way here to Michigan just to say no to you. <laughs> Fair enough. I actually had to go pick them up from the Four Seasons because they refused to stay at this Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> so so what does it mean? It, it means uh, 
So originated from uh, the Jewish, the Jewish uh, well, they say prohibition. Uh, oh, against saying bad things about yourself or other people. And essentially this means don't tempt fate. Aha, uh-huh, okay. Mm-hmm. Don't tempt fate. Interesting, okay. To open one's mouth to the devil. Okay, interesting. Makes sense, I guess. Yeah. So my, my last check on translatable ever is well, well pro- in, in probably, the czech republic you can find more <laughs> right probably not forever that's for sure i'm hoping not to forget all the czech i've learned so this is sozalube mash um which basically means like mm, like what are oh, one second here um so lubem is like a special wooden vessel or container that's used in the old days for milling flour so basically, like, what are you doing in the lube? Lubem. There's no, like, good English translation oh, okay. for it. Is this, like, wasting time, essentially? Um, no, we would say... Um, no, let me see here. Let me think of an example. So, say I come home, and, you know, I have my suitcases and everything. And, of course, my parents' dog, Prudy. Check our Instagram if you want to see pictures of her. She's adorable. You betcha. Um, you know, um, she. I put my suitcases down, and I unzip one of them, and I turn around, and then I see her sniffing all around there. Then I would say to her, "Tsozalube mash." Oh, it's like it's like you're poking around people's stuff, or nosy. Y- y- yeah, kind of. You're getting into mischief. Would uh, be a bit better. Okay. Getting into okay. mischief. What I gotcha. mischief are you up to? Mm. Yeah. So, speaking of which, what mischief are you up to in your final days there? And uh, oh wait, I have another uh, untranslatable. Uh, <laughs> I actually want to do this one. <laughs> Go for it. We can talk about the mischief in a moment. Let's hear it. I was so proud of my segue too, and I was like, "Oh crap!" I actually want to do this. This is Swiss German, mm. and that's why I want to do it because uh, I want to see excited. if you can figure this uh, figure this out. I don't think you will be able to see though. Das macht der Brate Emunitfeis. Say it again. You lost you a little bit at the end there, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's das, what the brother does. No, brata. Oh, oh, that's sorry. That's check for brother. Um, oh, <laughs> getting a little confused with your new. Uh, I guess poly, so. Your new language. G- give there. me, give me the whole thing again. Das macht der brata emu need face. So brata is like uh, brat. Or gabrat or something like that. A roast. Like, like a roast. Okay, that's what, like braten. Yeah. And okay. then, uh, but it's the noun. And then the right. last three words I said were emu, E-M-U, nid, N-I-D, feis, F-E-I-S-S. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I know, but I wonder. So the, so the, <laughs> so the roast makes the... No, yeah, that's no macht der Brate. Uh-huh. So what's the so translation? That makes the uh that won't this won't fatten the roast. Or this won't make the roast fat, I would assume. So it's just like it's not important. Oh, there you go. Wow. Yeah. All right. Makes no difference. Uh-huh. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Swiss German's interesting. I yeah. would love to get a guest on here uh that speaks fluent Swiss German and talk to him and have them give us some authentic Swiss German because it sounds so wild. Yeah. It's completely different. Do they, um, for the most part, do you know if they understand 
like nor uh, of course Deutsch. of course it's just the other way around like germans yep. don't understand yep. swiss okay exactly exactly yeah, that kind of makes sense anyway. so today is the goodbye episode and jared mm-hmm. just asked me what kind of mischief will i be getting into my last few days so uh today well today was the farewell party for the teachers um and then I had my last Svichkova at my favorite restaurant here in Komutov called uh, Republika. You, I took you and Don there. Yeah. Lunch was fantastic. Uh, I actually met the cook a few nights ago at a bar here in Komutov. She's awesome. Her name's Hannah. Late shout out to Hannah for some absolutely amazing Svichkova. Um, and she's an awesome, awesome woman. And uh, Is she like and- your age? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think so. I didn't ask okay. her age, but I, I would assume so, yeah. Maybe a little older. I, I'm not sure. I, I cannot guess ages here. I'm terrible at it. Anyways, right. so then uh, after we're done recording, I'm going to, because basically I've packed almost everything except for the podcast gear, so I'm going to pack up my backpack, um, pack that up, uh, tidy up the, uh, the flat a little bit more. Then at five, I'm meeting up with a few students uh, to say goodbye. Then at seven, some other students, and then eight having dinner. Guess where? I have no idea. Republica again. Oh, <laughs> going there two times I was today. Like, That's the only restaurant I know. Yep. And, uh... yep. <laughs> so I'm going back there for dinner, and then uh, later tonight I'll be hanging out with a few friends at a bar, and then we'll probably mosey on over to uh, Admiral and uh, end the night there. So yeah, should be a fun last evening here in Komutov. Hard to believe the day has finally you come. Packed to the brim. Yep, yep. Every hour on the hour, more or less. My goal is—I don't know if it will happen—but my goal is to come back by like two to three a.m. We'll see if that happens, but that's my okay, goal. Yeah, all right. We'll see. Slipping on gator piss. Um, you, uh, I remember you sending me a picture of all the stuff you packed before you left to go. Mm-hmm. Um, what's what's it look like now, ten months later? <laughs> so. So Actually, I, take a picture of it after we're done here and I'm, send it to I'm me. I'm going to. I'm going okay. to. I already have the suitcase and the duffel. So I bought a, a duffel bag while I was here. Okay, good. This is off to uh, a good start. Yep. So <laughs> I bought a suit. So I have my suitcase and the duffel bag and my backpack. I have this smaller backpack that rolls up into itself. It's really cool. I just unpacked that, rolled it up, put it in my suitcase. Um, but yeah, I, I had to donate some clothes. I gave a couple hoodies to a good friend of mine. Um, I have some jeans that have like a bunch of holes, um, (laughs) kind of in the crotch area. Um, so those are just going to be pitched. Um, and then, yeah, I'm bringing a couple gifts home for friends and family, have a little something for you as well. And, uh, yeah, should be good though. It's hard to believe it was a little stressful at first looking at all this stuff I've accumulated. Obviously I couldn't keep it all. I feel really guilty because the students gave me some really nice gifts, but I just, like, a lot of them gave me a bunch of food. It's just too heavy for me to take with me. Um, So I tried to eat some of it. Um, Some of it I'm going to give to (laughs) some other friends. I just imagine you, like, wolfing it down just because you feel too guilty to, like, like, throw it away or something like that. Right. (laughs) But, yeah. What about you, though, man? How are you feeling about leaving Philly? Uh, You know, it's a little, it's a little surreal. I, I, one, I, I, like, it doesn't even feel like it's fully set in yet because I'm not, at least at this point, I've made no effort to, like, clean up my place, uh-huh. uh, which I need to do when I get back because, theoretically, ideally, I should be leaving soon. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But it, it, it got me just like thinking about my time here. And I was thinking on too when I first um, even considered coming here. Like I really disliked my first job uh, as a financial analyst. I hated it. And so I was like looking at Google just for uh, things I wanted to do, like things that are interesting to me. And I found this job. And I got an interview and they like flew me out. And I got a rental car to, um, a rental car <laughs> to go there. And uh, as I, I just remember driving to the the office, being like, "What the hell am I doing?" It's like I'm not actually moving to uh, to Philadelphia. No, like I hadn't even really told anyone about the job or that I was interviewing. Right. Uh, and so it did. It, like it was weird because I was just like, "I mean, I'm not actually going to do this. This just feels so weird." Um, and then you know, like a couple months later, I was there. Um, but it, it it feels like a it feels good to to like be moving on to a new chapter but then there's also a part of me that's like um one i wish i took better advantage of my time in philly uh whether it be trying food spots i tried a mm -hmm. lot of food stuff but like going going to food spots going to areas of the city that i like like west philadelphia i almost never i probably can count on like couple like two hands how many times i actually went over there like just exploring more of the city Checking out more live events, whether that be music or, or some sort of other kind of shows. Mm -hmm. I just feel like, you know, you don't really think about the potential to leave until it's actually happening. So I wish I, I was a little bit more uh, on the ball with exploring the city and I had more to really show for my time here. I don't even think I have any, like, pictures of me in Philadelphia, like, at all that I could think you, of. You, you didn't even, you didn't really live there. Picture didn't happen. Uh, yeah, yeah. It'll be like I was just uh, off the face of the earth for four years. It's also crazy to think I was here for four years, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, it really did become become my home. It is such a weird, like, going through those stages. Like, the first year, it doesn't even, like, if you feel still kind of like a visitor, and it still feels kind of mm -hmm. weird. In year, like, two, where it's like, all right, I'm starting to get the hang of this, but I wouldn't call it home. Like, I'm still, like, I'm still, like, it almost still feels like you're still new there. And then by mm -hmm. year three, it's like, all right, I, I got this. Like, I get it now. Right. Uh, it, it's it's way more normal now. And so going through those stages were, was very weird. And it does feel now that I'm leaving, like, I really got the hang of this place. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wonder if I'm going to miss it. I, I do wonder if I'm going to miss it. I don't know. I don't know. There really? are definitely things about it I'll miss. Let okay. me be clear. But I, I, don't, I wonder if I'll be, like, longing for it. But I will say this. Sometimes I wonder if, uh, like, how I feel about the potential for moving back to, uh, moving back to, um, to Philly? Michigan. Or Michigan, okay. Like, 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 the potential meaning, like, that's not the word I'm really looking for, but, like, like, how all, like, if I'm too excited to moving back home, like, how long that excitement to be moving back home will last and, and stuff like that. Because, mm -hmm. like, I'm excited to be moving back home, but there was a part of me that, as I was doing this job search was also interested to see like oh what's the new place i'm going to be going to and uh i don't know i just i just think that i'll be like i don't know i just don't want to be like i just don't want to turn into like a study abroad person where it's like yeah well in philadelphia we uh, i never drove this much or like uh because right. there are a lot of things that are, are cool about philly that i, Ugh, I bro, will miss. Oh, i'm so afraid i'm going to turn into that person i'm going to try really hard not to but but you're not I even going like to be home for that long 
But still, but even though I won't be home for that long, I don't want those two months while I'm home for people to be like, oh, great. Here comes Czech Republic boy again. Like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I love the Czech Republic. I feel like although 10 months have gone, come and gone so quickly, I do feel like Komutov has become my home, to be honest mm -hmm. with you, in 10 months. I think some of it has to do with, um, you know, I spent a lot of time walking around. Um, you know, since I was right downtown, it was very easy to get to everything. I have a bunch of like favorite restaurants and places where I know the people who work there now. And, uh, yeah. And so I think there's going to be, like you mentioned, um, I think there's just going to be a ton of things I'll miss. I mean, number one, the, the thing I'll really miss here is, uh, just this view. I live on the ninth floor of my apartment. Mm -hmm. And uh, you see the the Ore Mountains in front of in front of me, and it's every morning. Bunch of colorful buildings too. Yeah, yeah, it's really awesome. And so, I'll I'll just miss the nature around here. Obviously, the people. I mean, that goes without saying, more or less. Um, the food. So I had to get my Svichkova in today, mm -hmm. um, because you know I could get it in Prague, but it's just it's not the same. It really is right. not the same. Um, but yeah, well, what what are some things you think you'll miss about Philadelphia? Uh, I'll miss the convenience, and by convenience, I mean it. It will be an adjustment going back to needing my car for everything. Mm -hmm. uh, I got real comfortable with like nowadays, especially since I'm unemployed. I use my car like once a week for like piano lessons, maybe twice, once a week for piano lessons, and. And another once a week for like a random thing I, I, I go to somewhere. Right. And uh, I'll miss that. Like I, I, I remember when I first got to Philly, it was like it's kind of annoying having to figure out how I'm going to get everywhere. Uh, and it's, you don't really have the convenience of just hopping in your car and knowing you can go park somewhere. But now that I've been here for a while, it's like, yeah, but I also don't have the burden of having to concern myself with my car. Uh, like it's so nice only needing it for specific things instead of like relying on it. Oh, for sure. I'm I'll really not looking forward to that, to I'll driving miss, everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Especially since even your area is even more spread out probably than around here. Yep. I won't miss... Oh, excuse me. I will miss uh, food. That's one of the things I don't think I took good enough advantage of is the variety of food. Um, I mean, Michigan has variety, but I don't think we have the level of variety that you can get in a big city. Maybe in Detroit? Yeah, maybe. 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 Maybe there is. I don't know. I'll miss um, just living in the city. Like, And the reason I say that is because like, I walked around a lot through the city. I, um, like, I, I like to, if I had the time on a Saturday or Sunday, I could walk around for like two, three hours, go to like uh, the Schuylkill River mm -hmm. uh, uh, Park and just sit on the river. That was nice. Um. Uh, uh, I said walking everywhere, but I miss like walking to the grocery store and stuff too. And I just started using the public transportation. It's not that bad. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. <laughs> Four years into my time there, I'm, I just started using the subway. And I'm like, this is not bad. I kind of like this. Um. So yeah, it's just readjusting to the uh, the freedoms of living in a city is really what... Mm -hmm. What what uh what I'll miss? I'll tell you what I won't miss. Specifically, the summers. The summers in Philadelphia are the worst. It's so humid. Why, just too hot. Aha, uh -huh, humid. Okay. It's uh 
really hot too but it's the humidity is crazy even when it's like in the 70s it's still like super humid but it does easily get to like the 90s and it's awful i also won't really miss the pencil or the, like the philadelphia pennsylvania accent it's kind of gross um can you do one not really no i would if i could really but i, I can't uh because i i couldn't even tell you what it sounds like i can't really i don't do even it. know i'm Everyone that listens to this podcast knows that I'm terrible at accents. It's not, it's not anything like Always Sunny from Philadelphia, is it? Well, they don't really have an accent. Do they? Not, not really, no. I don't think any of those people... Well, I mean, I think, I think... from Philadelphia? I th- <laughs> I'm not sure, but I think Danny DeVito has like a slight accent, but I, to me, it sounds more New Maybe. York than Philly. It Anyways, does sound more New doesn't York matter. to me. Um, speaking of New York, that's another thing I'll miss is the uh, convenience to both uh, D.C. And, um, and New York City. That was how far, cool. how far were they from you? It was like three-hour drive to, um, to Washington, D.C., and like a two-hour or maybe three-hour, two-hour <coughs> drive if you're driving yourself. But if you take a bus, maybe like add another hour to New York City. Okay, that's pretty close. For U.S., yeah. our European listeners are like, wow, that's a long drive. But for U.S. Yeah. people, that's pretty no, close. No, it's great. Yeah, It's great. Um, you know, another thing that I, you know, I think I, I misjudged mm-hmm. is how many friends I have that are still back here. In Michigan? Like in, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I tried to hang out with Chris, the originator of our uh, theme song. Uh, he blew me off, so that's whoa, cool. Whoa, whoa there! He's not even my friend anymore. Whoa excuse there! Me. The originator of the baseline of our theme song. I was gonna, ooh, <laughs> I was gonna say, watch yourself. <laughs> uh, I was like, what's the problem? I was like, oh wait, right, that's not even true. Uh, the originator <laughs> of the baseline. Uh, he blew me off, so he's no longer my friend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did, he, did he really blow you off? Uh, he didn't blow me off, but he just said he, he was busy. Okay. Um, As usual. But maybe he's not busy. In that case, he did blow me off. He's like, I don't feel like it. Um, And then obviously my good friends like Don and Brad that I've referenced so many times, they don't live anywhere close to here. Um, And so I think, you know, it's it'll be um, it'll be interesting to uh, uh, like uh, make a new friend group, I think, or Mm -hmm. attempt to. That's another thing I won't miss. Is like I had no friends in Philadelphia, really, and uh, I was okay with it because I'm generally like a, a, a loner. But it, it does seem like uh, it does also seem like you got to be like a sociopath to go four years <laughs> living in a place and make no friends. I had one friend. <clears throat> Actually, I had a couple that I made. One of them I made through an ex girlfriend I had while I was there, and as we we didn't it, it was like through her but then i ran into him one time and you know much after i'd already broken up with that girl and he was like hey we should hang out sometime i was like yeah sure and i wasn't gonna hit him up but then uh <laughs> one day someone american friendliness me, <laughs> convinced me to and uh and i was like hey let's hang out sometime he was like oh yeah and i was like how about blah 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 he's like oh i'm busy that weekend but uh, I'll hit you up and let you know uh, another time. And I was like, all right, I fulfilled my uh, my duty, yep. and I never talked to him again. And then, <laughs> um, and then another friend I met at a party, uh, uh, who wasn't—I'm not gonna say through the the same ex, but it was a party that I was dra- 
I went to with that. I'm not gonna say. Also, I got to work that out of my <laughs> some drag too. That I went to with that person. I met him at that party, and it turned out that he was like my next door neighbor, and like literally like thirty second walk away from me. And he's from Ohio, so we were, uh, you know, when I first met him, we were like, oh no way, oh no way. Um, and we we hung out for a good bit for a couple months, uh, pretty regularly, and then um, just stopped one time. I don't I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I uh, it was another situation where like I never hit him up again, and he just never hit me up again. And I was like, you know, that kind of makes sense. He, it's not doesn't surprise me that he probably didn't like me. Um, so as far as uh, making friends, I hope to uh, adjust that. Another reason why I hope to adjust that, and um, well, this will be interesting because um, I found out that my mom. I don't know how often she listens, but. Uh, I haven't had this conversation with my parents yet, but uh, I'll be moving there with my lady friend, and I've never lived with someone before outside of Don, like uh, you know Don for uh, a year. Your man after friend. I, after I graduated from uh, from college, and then obviously like college roommates and stuff. But like once I um, moved out of college, like moved out of the place with Don, it was so freeing to. Uh, to live by myself. And so that's going to be an adjustment in itself. But also, you know, there was like the, you know, when she was here the other weekend, there was like the, this was her first time in Michigan. And there was like a, Oh, please don't hate this place. Please don't hate this place. And she actually seemed to really like Ferndale, which was good. Um, And I'm not necessarily concerned about the living together part. Uh, I'm more concerned about the, um, like, uh, her making her own friend group, you know, and like, uh, and like, and not even that it's like, I don't want you hanging out with my friends, uh, or friend. <laughs> well, there's Guardo too. I should have a Guardo, but, uh, it was, it's more just that, um, like, uh, like it's, it's, it's weird being, it's kind of feeling responsible for someone else's like experience in a new place where it's like, part of me knows that it's not really my responsibility fully for her to make friends, but also, you know, you, you, you can't help but feel responsible for it, especially since you're kind of responsible for the reason that they're moving, even if, even if they want to do it. Sure. Like, they wouldn't be doing it if it weren't for me. I think we should do an episode. Did, well, we did an episode making friends abroad, mm-hmm. but maybe we should do making an episode. Making friends in your own home? <laughs> well, I mean, just making, I mean, I think we should do an episode and talk about like ways you can kind of expand your friend group and talk about that because I think that would be we useful. We can also just talk about it right now. I I would love to know. <laughs> well, I'll I'll give you I'll give you a quick and dirty Jared. The easy the easiest way that I've made friends um I I won't really count here because here it's mostly been through school and through friends of friends, which I think is also pretty common. Mm-hmm. But another way a great way to make friends is just at like any any place where you would have mutual interests. So, music sports um you know i mean a lot of people make friends at the bar you know you can do that as well you know you like beer i like beer okay we're friends Mm -hmm. that was easy you know (laughs) um that's another thing actually i can't believe after four years of being there i never joined like a soccer team or something like that i told myself probably like year two that i was gonna do that and i just never did it uh in that time i was actually driving around michigan yesterday uh getting something and I saw like a group of people playing soccer outside, and I was wearing my sambas, and I was like, "If you need a, if you need a twelfth uh, man, I'm right here. Right. 
I got right. nothing going on tonight. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's one regret I have here is I didn't play any any soccer here. Um, I'm kind of scared once. to play now. Yeah, me too. Like I we'll don't play even together. Know. We can start slow. <laughs> like I don't even know what it'll. Oh, we should definitely do that when you're back. Mm-hmm. Oh, but we will. um, ooh, one thing I am excited about is to record in person again. That'll be fun. Yeah, we'll ha- we'll have to play. We'll have to play, and I'll 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 try to see when my nephews are free. They're they're both pretty good. Okay, all right. So we'll, we can kick the ball around with them. That'd be fun. Um, but yeah, I'm super stoked though. One to be back in Michigan with you. Uh, two to meet your lady finally, mm-hmm. which will be great. I ho- I hope I'll get to meet her soon. Um, and that's a weird thing, man. Like, I think I think if I had maybe a different kind of situation going home and i'm going to be honest you coming back has definitely made it so much better um Uh i'm not saying that just to butter you up i'm saying it because (laughs) it's true um and so i think it's made saying goodbye a little bit easier here not that it was Mm. easy but the fact that you know i think some people when they have an experience like i have where it's just such an amazing year you make these amazing friends you, you know, you see all these cool things. You get to try all this delicious food and tasty Czech beer. Um, some people, I think, when they might be thinking, "Oh, great!" You know, "Oh, I have to, I have to go back home now." Like some people aren't excited about it, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think the fact that I am excited to see my family again, um, play my guitars again, like this traveler guitar has gotten the job done for now. But oh man, I'm probably the first two days I'm at home. I'm just be like, mom, dad, sorry, but I'm gonna block out a chunk of time. Just let me go play my guitars. Never I'll leave be- in that little, uh, <laughs> right. that little room. That's right. <laughs> well, I'm hoping to set everything up in the basement now because we have different lighting. Okay. And so I'm hoping to move some things around, and that's where we could do some potential jamming as well. Okay. So to all of our listeners out there, we might have some music coming your way, hopefully, in a couple of weeks, which would be awesome. I would mm-hmm. love to do that. I'm um, also, yeah. uh, because I'm a glutton for punishment, going to fiddle around with some more fancy technology while we're in person. Oh, cool. Maybe step the, uh, the video up with the real camera. Fun stuff. So, Jared, we've kind of touched on this, but I'm just curious. Do you have any other regrets um, or things you wish you would have done while you were in Philly? Um, made more friends, tried more food. Um done more activities um not that i can think of do you have any regrets a couple and they're actually maybe, pretty maybe that'll give me some uh jog my memory a little bit they're actually pretty similar to yours so i wish i would have i i used my lack of check as an excuse early on to just not really go out like i would go out with friends sometimes go out with teachers um, but like, I wouldn't really ever go out by myself, um, which yeah. in, in other places I would in the States, I'd have no problem in Germany. Sure. Austria. Sure. Um, you know, if I went and visited Canada, you know, sure. No problem. Mm-hmm. Just can't fall asleep on an airplane. Um, <laughs> yeah, they'll but, leave your ass in a second. <laughs> that, that's, that's right. Um, they were tiptoe so by you. So I wish I would have gone out by myself a little more and tried, I just tried to meet people. Like I went my last, uh, last week, um, when I had my last week of teaching, I re- er, well, yeah, this past week, I realized like I only have a few more days here. There have been a few places where I haven't gone, so I went to them. And now I'm kind of like, well, <sighs> 
why did I do that now? I wish I would have done this months ago, you know? Mm -hmm. And now, now what I would love to tell all of our listeners out there is when you go somewhere, no matter if it's two weeks, three months or 10 months, I know this is cliche and everyone says this, but they say it because it's true. Take advantage of every day you can. You know, there are a lot of days where I was exhausted. So I'd come home and take a nap. Now, in hindsight, I think I wish I would have maybe not taken a nap and, you know, gone and grabbed a coffee somewhere or, mm-hmm. you know, done, done this or done that. The other big regret I have um, is, and this was the difficulty of towing the line between teacher and friend with a lot of my older students, was I would really only do things with students if they, if they took the initiative. If they invited me out somewhere, sure. You know, I'll go out with you guys. We always had a great time. Um, in hindsight, though, I wish I would have been a little bit more open and would have also initiated more with uh, some of the students who have become my friends. Just because it's it's a, a bit too one-sided. Um, I think some of them maybe got the impression that I didn't care, which was never the case. It was just I felt a little strange being their teacher and then, you know, like hitting them up all the time, being like, hey, let's hang out. You know, yeah, that's I I can understand why they might take it some kind of way, but mm-hmm. I could a hundred percent understand where you're coming from. That seems like um a dangerous game, uh, kind of asking yeah. asking uh students to hang out, especially hanging out to do uh, nefarious activities. Not nefarious, just like <laughs> going to the pub. I mean, yeah, I make it sound way shadier Republic, than it yeah. actually was. <laughs> yeah. But it Go- is like, especially to like, you know, get drinks or something like that. That, mm-hmm. that, that That's a lot. I, I don't know. It seems like the dynamic's a little different there in Czech Republic, but that seems like a lot more of a gray area, especially with mm-hmm. non-college students right. uh, in the U.S. I mean, 100%, right. obviously, because you can't drink uh, mm-hmm. as a high school student. But like you, you wouldn't. That would never really happen with like high school students in uh in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's one thing I do regret. Um, let's see here. There's a few things I wish I would have done, which I didn't. Um, I didn't end up going to the Alum Lake for a swim, um, which would have been nice. Um, I also didn't make it to the Komutov Zoo, which mm. also would have been cool. Um, there's a couple other things kind of around the area that I found out about two or three days ago. It's like yeah. well. I don't have time now, but there's always next time. I'm looking forward to next time. And the great thing is now after spending so much time in the Czech Republic, I feel very confident if I were to come here any time now to visit, I would have no problem getting around. I would have no problem um, meeting people, getting my basic things done in Czech for the most part would probably be all right, depending on how much I forget in the near future, but I'm hoping to keep up with it so I won't forget too much. Um, but yeah, and I guess the, the only other thing I wish I would have done or I regret is, you know, I went to countries where I've already been to. I went to Austria, which was great. I went to Germany, which which was great. Mm-hmm. In hindsight, I wish I would have visited Italy, Poland. That's why we did um, that episode so many I know. episodes ago. I know. And it never it never happened. Just turn um, that into so. a travel tips and just keep it, keep <laughs> it hosted there. Right. right. But yeah, so... Other than that, though, I have to say I'm very thankful for the way this year has panned out. There were what some do you ups think, and downs. Yeah. What do you think uh, prevented you from from uh, traveling? Some of it was finances, if we're being honest. Right. Makes sense. Some of it was finances. We were also limited with the Fulbright to only having 20 days out of country. Mm. So some of it was also that. 
Um, the others was, you know, when I went to, when I went to Germany, it was, well, one time it was for a job interview. Um, that's a whole complicated story. Um, <laughs> another time it was, was uh, so it was a job interview. Another time it was with my parents over Christmas. Another time it was with David, just a day trip to Dresden to go to the Christmas market. Mm-hmm. Um, Vienna once with my parents, another time with, uh, my German buddy, David, Let's see here. So that Berlin was Germany and Austria, Berlin with you. Oh, that's yeah, and Berlin with you, Berlin with Jeff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so so yeah, but you know, all the places I went to while I was here, it was a lot of fun. It was great. I don't regret going to those places. Right. I just wish it would have been maybe more balanced, and I could have gone to some other places as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but anyway, it, it's been fun. You were saying there were some ups and downs. Yeah, you know, there were some ups and some downs. Um, you know, I ended up breaking up with my. Uh, you know, girlfriend of almost, almost three years when I was here. So that was a big change. Uh, that was difficult in the beginning, if we're being completely honest. For sure. Uh, um, that was pretty tough. But, you know, I had a lot of great friends here that helped me through it. I really have to also say David and you both helped me a lot with it. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a lot, of, a lot of changes. I've changed as a person probably in more ways than I can think of and that I don't even realize now. Um, mm-hmm. I will say I do feel I do feel a lot more calm and a lot less impatient. I feel mm. like now because there have been things that have lasted longer than I thought they would or something would happen, I think, you know, 10 months ago, Chad, or even two years ago, Chad would not have been able to handle it the way mm-hmm. I can now. Um, so I really feel, I know this is a very big cliche, but I feel like I'm really ready for whatever life has to throw at me at this point. I kind of feel that way too, especially since, you know, being in a situation that I, at my last, last job, not the one I just got, mm-hmm. got laid off from, but the one before that where like, I didn't like it and I just decided to change it. And I actually, it actually, I mean, I guess I'd say worked out now that I have another worked job. Worked out really good. Yeah. 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 It does feel good to, um... To sort of realize, you know, some of your potential that you didn't even think was there. And I think that uh, there's a, a lot of people that like, um, that like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, underestimate themselves. But it's just, you, you just have to, you know, put yourself in challenging situations. And uh, that's maybe one of, the, one of the reasons why it's like, oh, it would have been interesting to, like, move on to a new city. Because it does mm-hmm. feel like, uh, I mean, it, it was all, like, I was kind of a coincidence, not a coincidence, but it's like, I mean, just based off of what I do is why I ended up here. It's not like I was trying to like end back up in Michigan, but it does seem almost like a, uh, I don't know, cop out or like a, the easy way is to move back to, you know, essentially the same area that I, that I know and, uh, and kind of just continue on with my Michigan life. And it's mm-hmm. like, uh, but you know, I think also at the end of the day, there's still a strong side of me where it's like, I mean, I'll be here for a bit, but I'm sure I'll end up somewhere else at some point. Like, yeah. I, I'm not back here to stay for, like, for good. That's no way. No. I am right. excited, though, about, one, the good thing about living in Michigan and living with someone else is that my expenses will go down a lot, uh, splitting rent and all that stuff. And uh, I'm making a little bit more money. So... I definitely want to travel a lot more. That's definitely a big goal of mine. And uh and and make uh international trips more of a, a of a of a commonality in my life. Right. Uh that would be great. And uh one of my first places I want to go is Colombia. 
You can oh, get their own cool. spirit, as we've talked about. <laughs> good, uh, good luck with that. <laughs> for only like a couple hundred dollars. And, uh, good way to like, practice your Spanish. Uh, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so uh, I, would def- I definitely want to do that. I have, have a bunch of Colombians laugh at me. Oh, I, I would love to go to Colombia. Oh, man. I would love to do a trip with you to Colombia. That'd be crazy. Yeah, well, you're welcome to... Well, I guess you, you're not. That probably won't work out. <laughs> Maybe, well, in the future. Depends right. on how soon you Yeah, I you guess go. I can go more than once. <laughs> right. Right. Make some friends there, and then you can introduce me to all your, all your muchachos. Okay. These are my muchachos. Is that actually, do they actually say that, Spanish people? Well, first of all, Spanish people aren't Colombian people. Spanish but, speakers? Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Do Spanish people I'm, say I'm it? I mean, they both speak the same language. <laughs> I mean, uh, that might be Mexican Spanish. Because I have Mexican uh, okay. friends who say muchacho. Okay. Um, uh, amigo. There you go. You can introduce me to your amigos. Yeah. Yeah. There we All go. Right. Sounds good. But yeah. So so let me ask you, Jared. What? And you, I'm going to pull one from the Golden Jared playbook. What will you not miss about Philadelphia? You asked me and David this when we did that previous episode. So what will you not miss about Philadelphia? Well, I said the weather, the right. accents, but that's kind of a joke. <laughs> um, but the weather's not a joke. Uh, I don't like the weather. Um, I'll miss the convenience, and I'll also miss like, like I enjoy the good thing about Philadelphia. Even though I like, I still don't like being a tour guide. Really, is I, mm-hmm. I like it's an easy place to have people visit me in because uh, it's like a big city. There's stuff going on. I'll miss that. I'll miss the oh, you know what I'll really miss uh live music i'm sure mm-hmm. they have that here but like there are a couple bars oh, I, got, that I got i got a list of live music i want to go see in michigan this summer so i'll send that your way and hopefully we can go to a lot of it did you send me that like ann arbor specific yeah. thing is mm-hmm. that it okay and there there's way more that's oh, just the tip of the sweet. iceberg my friend yeah cool cool we're gonna be hanging out a lot yep <laughs> i yep. feel like <laughs> yeah yeah um, i mean the, the the thing is about any any place you call home there's always going to be a lot of great things you miss, but you know, some, some things that I'll also, you know, could, could be irritating over a long period of time. I will not miss walking to school every morning and seeing, I don't know if they were homeless or what they were, but like sitting outside, we have one, well, probably more than one, but we have a nonstop bar, meaning they're open 24 seven on my walk to school. So I'd see them at like 7am sitting on the sidewalk um, some of them were not the most, uh, fragrant dudes in terms of good smelling dudes. Um, so I won't miss that. Um, and the, the other thing too, it's, it's kind of weird. Some days I really enjoy the challenge of trying to learn Czech and picking up what people are saying. Other mm-hmm. days I'm just like, you know what? I just want to be somewhere where everyone understands me. I can understand everyone. Yeah. You don't put so so much mental energy into just having a conversation. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm looking forward to being back in Michigan. I wonder, I am willing to bet though, my English has changed a little bit being here because, you know, I've been speaking flat. Yeah. Flat for apartment. (laughs) I also, when I talk about, uh, times in college, I usually say at uni or at university. Uh, I know, dude, it's weird. I don't call it soda, though. It's pop. It's not soda. <laughs> All right. So I mean, you're not going to take okay that. <laughs> you're not going to take the Michigan Michigander completely out of me. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, it it'll be it'll be an adjustment though for both of us in, in mm-hmm. many different ways coming home. Um, and you know, I I know this is cheesy, but 
uh, I'm I'm just so terrible at goodbyes. Yeah, like like I'm I terrible at them. I don't enjoy them. Um, you know, Dude, I, I, I kind of felt that way. Saying I said goodbye to my piano teacher the other day. Oh yeah, how did that go? It was fine. Uh, she got a new piano. I got to use her baby grand once. Did the painter come in and paint you guys? She no, she wasn't painting us. She was there. She was taking oh, pictures. Took pictures. Paint later. Yeah, and that was kind of annoying. I mean, not okay. the picture taking, but she's like, "What book is that? Is do you would you recommend that?" I was like, "I thought you were here to take pictures." I was like, <laughs> "Like, this look, is lady. my lesson, <laughs> right?" Um, uh, I'm I'm not good at goodbyes in the sense that I don't think I'm a very like emotive person. Emotional, and so, like, yeah, or well, emotive. I guess that means to like show the emotions. Oh, I didn't know that. Teaching me some new words. Like to yeah, emote, like to emote. Isn't that to like? Uh, I've never heard that ever emotive i'm sure you're right i've just never heard that before uh arousing or able to arouse intense feelings yeah it's hard to arouse intense feelings out of me. <laughs> oh man i was waiting for you to say something like that uh i was just reading the definition i don't know what you're talking about um no it is <laughs> I, i'm not a very like emotive person so sometimes i i, I wonder if um like i like if i'm not if if this person thinks that like you know, leaving is not as big of a deal to me as it is to them because I'm just, right. yeah, I'm, I, I don't know. I just, that's not how I emote. Right. And I'm, and I'm the opposite, which is why I think we make such a great team here on the Untranslatable Podcast because... I'd say so. Yeah. I, like I said, I, I was in tears. Like it, it, wasn't, it wasn't like I was like sobbing, but uh, played the video and I felt the waterworks coming. I was like, oh, great. Here we go. Were all <laughs> like the teachers from the school there. <sighs> couple tears rolled down um my mentor gave me a hug a couple of the other english teachers gave me a hug and yeah i mean it's just difficult when you have such an amazing experience and you build these relationships and for me my problem is i think about i had such a great time here i'm really going to miss these people and that's mm-hmm. what triggers the emotions almost immediately yeah like i'm, I'm no actor but i feel like i feel like if i had to I could probably cry on spot, maybe. Mm. It takes some concentration, but I think I could do it. Have you ever tried that to get out of a ticket or something? I haven't, no. <laughs> you should think about that. I haven't. Well, hopefully <laughs> hopefully so my funny. driving won't be that bad <laughs> be after so taking funny. a break for 10 months, but we'll see. I think that would make it extra bad. Oh, dude. Uh, so I drove here to, uh, to Michigan, and uh, it's about nine hours, and... Now, this isn't good, but I'll, uh, so I was kind of tired. Got a ticket? No, 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 no. no. Okay, Ooh, uh, good. Although I, there was a lot of cops in Ohio, um, but I rarely go over like seventy-five in Ohio. But anyway, um, I found myself—I guess I would say—dozing off, uh-oh. Um, but early into the trip, and there okay. was a moment where I like kind of eased into another. Now, granted, luckily no one was around me at all <laughs> but i like ease into another lane i was like oh shit but then it was weird because from that moment on you were wide awake yeah it wasn't yeah. even like i was trying to stay awake i was just like oh i feel fine now like i don't it was so weird well i i think after at least that's happened to me before a few times and for me it's like that fear of oh crap i almost got in a car crash because i'm almost asleep right um that's what like wakes me up like that and it was interesting too because it was almost 
when I got to the hotel and it was like nighttime, it was almost a little tough for me to go to sleep because I felt like I felt myself like as I was going to sleep, like, no, don't go to sleep. I was like, oh, no, you're allowed to go to sleep now. <laughs> but right. yeah, they, like it, it was just like, um, it wasn't even like, I feel like I'm saying this just for like my mother that might listen to this. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but it wasn't anything like, like uh, drastic or anything. Right. But it was just like a moment where I noticed that like I like lost uh, awareness or and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I was if, like if I if I was careless, I could have just fallen asleep there. But then from that moment on, it was like not even like the hint of feeling tired at all. It was right. just like, oh, I feel normal now. Like that was weird. And see, I like almost flying off the road to, <laughs> to, right. to make that happen. Okay. And see, for me, I've been so spoiled here because I take the bus usually where I go most places if I don't have to walk, mm. and I can sleep there, no worries. Life is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was a uh, that was a uh, quite the uh, the moment. But other than that, it was a fine drive. Um, yeah. All right. I so think. Then, um, I guess I got one one more question for you, please, Jake, before we move please. on. Please. How do you think either you have changed or Philly has changed you? Um, oh, that's a good question. I've been trying to trying to you know what would Jared do? Um, I don't know if this is the city, but I think my time there has made me more willing to try stuff. That's where I started playing piano. Mm-hmm. That's where I. Um, what else did I do? That's where, like, I, uh, I, I don't know. Like, it, it, I think it, as, as weird as this sounds for someone that is so, like, um, you know, in, insular and alone, like, I think it helped me be, be more willing to try stuff. Like, if, for example, I almost went kayaking this week, and if I didn't have to come here, I would have gone kayaking, which I've never done before. And so, like, I think I'm just less willing to say no these days. Now, okay. That's even great. Though, even though like I still struggle with like meeting people and stuff when like with people I know and what I'm with, I'm less willing to say no to stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's also made me uh, appreciate uh, like, like the city more. I, I think that before I, I like, I never really wanted to live in the city. I like the, the quietness, the space, but I think I, I think I'm going to miss that lifestyle more than I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it, I just feel like I didn't take enough advantage of it, really. Okay. Sometimes. Another thing I'm kind of nervous about, speaking to, back to the piano teacher thing, is I am kind of nervous for, uh, like, to get a new piano teacher. One, because I've been playing for about three years at this point, and I feel like, oh, speaking of it, she literally just texted me. Nice. Um, I, I, um, I, I've been playing for about three years and I feel like my progress is not where it should be for someone that's been playing for three years. So I'm a little embarrassed for that. Um, I, I, I don't know, like I'm embarrassed for like, maybe sometimes I feel like my piano teacher was a little too lenient on me mm-hmm. and, uh, I, I don't know. I just, I'm, it's, I'm just nervous for a new teacher. That's I, normal. I, I don't know. That's totally normal. Yeah, I'm sure it is. And, and, you know, at the same time, she was probably more lenient with you because, you know, you, you work full time, you know, or you were working full time uh, at the time. And um, you, you're there because you love music and you enjoy it. You're not there, you know, to get some crazy music scholarship or, 
Right. You know what I mean? So it's a, it's a different, you know, it's a different kind of relationship you want to build with your students depending on what their own goals are. And plus, I mean, not, not to, I'm not trying to sound arrogant here or toot my own horn too much, but, um, although I don't know much about piano, I think you and I just through the process of playing music together, I think there's a lot we can learn from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's a lot of stuff I can show you. Um, it won't be piano technique, but it'll be stuff, you know, how to jam, how to write a song, all sorts of different stuff. Um, yeah. And it's, and it's good. And the other thing is I've always loved talking music with you because you have a good ear. You, uh, you have impeccable music taste. I mean, every time I've been in the car with you, uh, you always play really good stuff. That's another thing I'm looking forward to is like doing little road trips and stuff because I didn't mm-hmm. really, I went on some road trips with my mentor, which was great, but we pretty much would, you know, have a chat the whole time we were talking. Whereas with you and I, we're totally comfortable like cranking some tunes and just listening to the music and going for a drive, you know, and it's mm-hmm. no problem. So yeah, it's, it's weird though. It, it feels weird saying goodbye. Um, but I prefer the, the check Nesledano and it's not goodbye, but until I see you again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I'm with you. Um, speaking of good music taste, shall we? We shall. Absolutely. So today's song of the pod, I try to think of something that would be fitting to us saying goodbye. And I thought about hello, goodbye by the Beatles, but I thought, you know what? That's too easy. Mm. That's way too easy. Um, so um, I found a really cool cover of the Beatles song Yesterday. Yesterday, I can't talk Yesterday. today. Yesterday by uh, <laughs> Himesh Patel. And so it turns out that there's a film coming out. Actually, on the day we are recording this, um, oh. we'll break the fourth wall right now, but the film is called Yesterday. And the music video, though, is actually recorded at Abbey Road Studios. And he does a great job playing the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has a very good voice. Uh, and if you like the song yesterday, you'll like this song. I actually very much enjoy that song. Uh, I think I learned how to play that on trumpet in college, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, I think we had to do like a... Well, not college. What am I talking about? In high school. <laughs> I didn't even play uh-huh. trumpet in college. Um, in high school is what I meant to say. We had to do like a... Um, every year you had to like play a song to... Like a solo song to your... Uh, to the conductor guy. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the years I chose that one. Oh, cool. I'm assuming um, just obviously the melody. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, I play trumpet and sang at the same time. It was Perfect. Very impressive. You play the chords <laughs> on, on the piano with your with your uh, right hand at the same time, yeah. right? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, no, but just Yeah, it's a melody. great song. He do, I say he really does it justice. It's yeah. fantastic. Check it out. Yesterday, originally by the Beatles. pretty similar to the uh, original. I, I, I would agree. But, you know, I have to say, sometimes it's really refreshing and cool when you take a cover and you change it. You know, you make this like a funk song or something. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, though, too, it's really nice to just see another artist. Uh, he's, I guess, an actor, actually, Himesh Patel. And uh, it's Is really he great, though. singing that, though? Yeah. No, he's singing. Okay. There's, there's okay. clips of him singing it live. Um, and he's actually been playing guitar since he was, I believe, about 13. And I was, okay. don't worry, I was looking at his hands. It looks, it looks real. He's, it doesn't he's look legit. like it's fake. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so check that out on our YouTube channel, Untranslatable Podcast, or our you Twitter, betcha. Untranslatable One. And the reason why I wanted to pick it is just because it seems like, you know, they say yesterday, what, something, uh, yesterday came suddenly, 
And uh, mm. now that we're both wrapping up our time in Philly and here in Komutov, yesterday came very suddenly. So and I'll say now that I'm moving with a uh, with like a new job coming up, kind of also all my troubles seem so far away now that I think even just two months ago, it, it's you know comparing how freaked out I was. Well, actually, now almost three months ago, how freaked out I was then in comparison to to now. Uh, you know, it's yeah. It almost annoys me. All the people that I talked to at the beginning of it who were telling me like, uh, "Oh, don't worry, this happens to everyone eventually in their career." It happened to me, and I turned out better for me and my family. Oh, this right. happened to me, and I made way more than I did on my last job and got a promotion. And now that I'm that person, I'm like, God damn, they were right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you have to go through. You have to go through it in life. It's like everything. Yeah. You need that life yeah. experience. Yeah, I'm. And my troubles also seem somewhat far away because I will be I will be unemployed for two months. Um, my mm-hmm. next contract doesn't start until August. So yeah, yeah. So I'll have July and and you know half of uh, more than half of August to enjoy time with you, with my family, uh, with Prudy, with my guitars, with my friends. It'll be great. Um, so yeah. But you know, one thing that I'm hoping to do while I'm at home and and can can enjoy my fun employment is i'm coining your term by the way jared that's a great term yeah, it's not um, my term by the way people say that all the time oh dang well well <laughs> i'm gonna give you credit for because i heard it from you and uh, i'm hoping i'm hoping that's to keep word. up a little bit on my check i have duolingo on my phone um i have all my notes in my suitcase for my check lessons mm. so i'm looking forward to looking through those again which brings me to our check word of the pod with Duolingo, you'll learn some fun phrases like the that elephant make no sense. escaped from the bank. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Or I touched the old tree. Yeah, it's, it's just <laughs> great. But yeah, anyways, my check word of the pod could not be more fitting. It is ahoy or nasgadano. Ahoy is the informal hello and goodbye. Mm-hmm. Nasgadano is usually what you say when you are at a restaurant or a store or something like that. So nice and okay. easy. Yeah. My Spanish word uh, is sl- kind of fitting, I would say, and it's I I specifically chose this one because it is kind of fitting, but also because it's a double R word. Ooh, okay. Morinha. That was Mor- not good. Morinha. I, I can't do it. Morinha. Morinha. No, you, I can't do you, it. You're getting there. I'll. Morinha. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll try to help you out with that when I come home. What's Morinha? I don't know what it means. I think one might say, or I might say, or you might say, Tango Morinha, which means uh, to be home or have homesickness. I think it's homesick. I don't think it's homesick. It is homesick. Okay. Tango Morinha. Okay. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I I don't know, man. I've had a lot of people ask me that here if I've been homesick. And I would say that I've really missed friends and family, but I don't know if I would call it homesick. Like it, no, I get you. It, fe- it feels weird. Like, yes, Michigan f- still feels like it's my home, but after, I hate to say this because I love my parents' house, but after moving out of my apartment in East Lansing for four years, that to me really felt like home. Like, I remember right. the first time mm-hmm. I, I texted my mom and I was like, got home safe. And I was at the apartment. I was like, 
Oh, shit. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't have said that, you know, because <laughs> growing up, you know, their house was always my home. And so now, right. in a way, it feels like, you know, what what is my home? Where is my home? You know, and, and pretty soon I'll be going, I'll be building a different home. You yeah. Know? No, I'm with you, too, because it's like, yeah, M- Michigan is my home in a sense that I grew up there. But like it, it's. It makes no sense for me to say I'm going back home early. I just say it for convenience because it makes sense to people. Right. Sure. But it doesn't really make any sense in the sense that my parents haven't lived in Michigan for like a while, like, a, you know, five, six years, something like that. I don't know. It's been a while since they've lived in Michigan. And um, so they're in Louisiana now permanently. I have, after college, I lived in Michigan for a year before I moved here. And then I... Uh, and then I uh, moved, lived here for four years, so it's like I'm not really going back home. Like I'm going back to my where I where I'm from, I guess. But I'm not. I wouldn't really call it going back home, because it's mm-hmm. like I mean, Philadelphia is more of my home than Michigan at this point. I've lived here right. on my as an adult for longer. Um, I, I I I don't know. I, it's it's it is weird saying going back home sometimes, but uh, I say back home because it's still like the place I know the best, and still mm-hmm. like you know I still do have friends here. And um, and I do think, you know, for both of us, there's a difference between being homesick because I certainly wasn't missing Michigan really, but there's a difference between being homesick and being excited to come back home. Sure, absolutely, and that's where I'm at right now. Um, you know, yes, I'm sad to be leaving Komutov, um, and it's been an amazing ten months. I can't believe it's over, um, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, I'm just excited to be back in Michigan for a little while, get to spend that quality time with my friends and family, and uh, it'll be great, you know, and we, we both are starting to move on to new chapters in our lives too, which is an exciting thing, Yeah. and uh, yeah, it's great, and you know, I'm very thankful for everyone who has been so hospitable and generous and kind during my stay here. And I'm also very thankful that you were able to come visit and I could show you around as well, which was great. Me too. Me too. It's a I'm lot glad of fun. I did that. But you know what, Jared? Enough getting sentimental, enough cheesy. Well, actually, there's more cheesiness to come. <laughs> I have some Czech puns for you today. Okay. So, Jared, uh, what do Prague divorce attorneys and waiters have in common? I have no idea. They're often asked to separate checks. Oh, <laughs> that's actually pretty good. I, I thought like that, that was clever. I thought that was clever. Yeah. Um, so, what do you call what do you call a friend uh, from Prague who is an amazing chess player? I know the answer, but go for it, please. He's my checkmate. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. What do you get when you marry a woman from the Czech Republic? Uh, I don't know. A hot wife. A checkmate. Oh. <laughs> Same punchline, different meaning. There you go. Um, what do uh, bankers who work with shady customers and uh, nightclub uh, doormen have in common? Uh, go ahead, please. They make I a think living the bouncing checks. Oh, that's not what I, I was trying to figure out. I knew something involving that, but I was like, how does this going to work? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Uh, let's see here. What else do I, so, uh, Jared, why, why do people only pay by cash and card in Prague? 
Why I don't know. Or, or sorry, why don't they pay by cash or card? Oh, because they have check. Because <laughs> they use checks. That's right. Yeah. You better believe it. And my last one is, um, let me see here. So, um, what? Uh, why did why did the Czech neighbor never join him for his early morning run? I don't know why. He was more of a slow walkian. Uh, like Slovakian, <laughs> right? Our neighbors. Yeah, yeah. You got it. What did the? Uh... <laughs> I got one off the top. Ooh, of my head. let's hear it. Let's hear it. I'm excited. What did the uh, these? What did the? Uh... I'm now. I gotta figure out the premise because I just I'm making this up on the spot. What did the uh, Czech drunk people? say to each other uh, when they started arguing at the bar. Check it out. I don't know. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. Okay. Nice. (laughs) Nice. That's a good one. All right. Well, now it's time for a quote of the pod. And I think uh, this episode has been helpful for anyone who is moving on to another chapter in their life and need to think about... um, you know, what are some things you might regret um, while you are going somewhere? So we hope that you can use this episode for your next destination where you can think, okay, you know, we heard that Jared and Chad regretted these things. We don't want to regret those things, or maybe there are different things you'll regret. And really take advantage of the time you have wherever it may be um, so you can really, I, I would say, say, a, you know, a happy goodbye and really enjoy yourself because I think it's very important. And, and, you know, I think another key thing about both of us leaving these places is that, well, maybe not as much for Jared, but the one thing that has humbled me so much is just all of the people I've met here and the relationships that have been made that um, will become friends for life, for life. And I think it's important that wherever you go, you have those contacts. I'm looking forward to being back with Jared in Michigan very soon. You betcha to uh, enjoy that as well. Me too. So we're curious, how do you guys handle goodbyes? Uh, And what are some things that you have regretted when you have uh, kind of changed your chapter in life as well? We would love to hear it. Not just regretted. That's true. Exactly. Yeah. We don't need all that negativity. Bring some some positivity into our days as well. We would really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And you can reach us at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. Twitter, untranslatable1 for our songs of the pod. Uh, and Jared's witty humor as well. Also, uh, untranslatablepodcast.com. Check out our website. We have a lot of great stuff on there, including a running list of untranslatables as well. And the episodes can be found there. Also, please, 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 five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, We would really appreciate it. It would make our day. And also let us know what we can do to improve the podcast. We would really love to continue to bring you even better content. So let us know. We're happy to change things up for you. And on that note, as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yekuyame, a muchas gracias. <laughs>